During lockdown, there has been a big shift to what you would call more self-help, positive psychology type books, in addition to money type books. Hi everyone, I'm Red Lascaris and welcome to the second season of Market Share. This is where I chat to entrepreneurs and leaders who influence the way brands are built, big brands and small, as well as people who had an impact on the marketing industry. Today I talk to someone who opens minds, fires the imagination and shares knowledge on a daily basis. Nope, it's not the Minister of Education, but Grattan Kirk. CEO of Exclusive Books, South Africa's largest chain of bookstores. Hi, Grattan, and welcome to Market Share. Morning, Reg. Before we talk about your journey at Exclusive, tell me about the market for books in South Africa. Reg, actually, it's it hasn't been too bad. Um, you need to go back to March 26 last year when we were forced to close in line with lockdown level five. So we, we effectively shut down on that day. It was Thursday evening and it was quite harrowing, not knowing when we would open up again. So we were fortunate in going into lockdown level four, we were able to open again on the 1st of May. So we were effectively closed for five weeks. Since then, it was a very slow start, May through till October. Uh, but the last sort of six months have, have shown numerous green shoots. I suggest our businesses are principally located in airports and the sort of super regional and larger shopping centers. But gradually, as people have returned to those shopping centers and have started to fly again, we've seen a a, a nice uptick. Uh, I mean, not not back to 2019 levels, but certainly a, a much better market over the last six months than we saw from May till October. Saved a lot by online has been very big, Reg, uh, on the back of that, I must say. So we've run our online business substantially, but the physical bookstore is still down on, on 19, but at least uh, showing some, some, some nice green shoots. And how big is the book market in South Africa, Gretchen? You know, that's, I think, our biggest single challenge. Um, it runs to about 1.5, 1.6 billion as read by Nielsen. And uh, bearing in mind, Nielsen only read the top, really the top books, but so that part of the market that's been is read by Nielsen is it runs to about 1.6 billion in a normalized year, like for like this year down to about 1.35 billion. So 12% down on let's call it normal years. But given the fact that we were closed for five or six weeks, it's it's not a bad representation actually. And what percentage of the population reads? I mean, how how many people are reading, and is that growing? Well, that's the you know that's the biggest single challenge. I mean, we estimate. Again, based on Nielsen data, that there's about a million active readers in South Africa. I mean, that excludes all the, obviously the textbook market. This is the general trade uh, book market. Estimated about a million readers. Now, that relative to the size of our population is is infinitesimal. Um, but there are what you get is a significant portion of the population will only read one, possibly two books a year of that million people. And there's a very small percentage of people that are reading, you know, upwards of 10 books a year. It, it really is a very small population. And yet, you know, our, our, our challenges, therefore, are, are how do we increase that, that number of readers or active readers, certainly. And, I mean, do young people read these days or is, are, are the young people kind of more into the social media? And Yeah, uh... yeah I think that's a good, that's a good um, observation. I, our, our kids have got – Unlike us, and now we're showing our age, but, you know, we didn't have the, the variety of electronic media to consume. 
social media was not something that we were we were brought up on. So uh, I think there's a lot more choices for kids. You know, I think I don't know whether children would see books as sexy. You know, I don't know how cool books are, and I think that's a tragedy. You know, our challenge has got to be, you know, how do we change that that dynamic? You know, how do we get kids reading? I mean, the reality is, if you can't read, you know, it's 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 going to be a really difficult uh, career for you, education wise um, and world wise. Um, so, the skills that are, that that you can get out of reading are, are, are significant. The impact it has on on kids is 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 massive. But but I do think that if we can start to engender that type of benefits of reading, uh, communication, uh, health, uh, knowledge understanding, EQ, you know, those are the type of uh, benefits that, that uh, reading brings to a child. And if we can get the type of books into their hands that are relevant, I mean, I, I, I sympathize with kids, South African kids in particular, that are, you know, they're not that interested in European history or European fiction or, or the like. And it's, it's how can we get more and more local books into the hands of, of youngsters uh, to show, you know, telling stories and talking about the past and history and, and, and looking forward with, you know, those type of positive energy books and, and, and ex, you know, those authors that have had South African authors that have had an impact and, and have, have written books that, that show hope that that's the type of genre and category that will influence our kids in getting to reading. But then Gretton, you know, why don't you, why doesn't the book industry do something like uh, they did in the States? Cause when Oprah started promoting books, things started really happening and we've got, Take, for example, Gareth Cliff. He's an avid book reader, avid. Uh, why don't we use more influences to try and encourage youngsters um, to read books and get people like them to talk about the books they read and why they read them and so on? You, you know, you hit the nail on the head, I think. Um, influencers do have a big role to play, credible influencers. You know, in the old days, you had Jenny Cruz Williams was the sort of only book show that we had in, on, on radio. That's um, right. But you know, funny enough, there are more and more locals telling stories and writing. And, and when we, for example, have or, or have book launches and author talks, they, they are really, really well supported. So that's that's a, you make a very relevant point. And no, I don't think we have done enough as an industry, to be perfectly honest with you, in getting uh, new people into the reading population. And if it's one thing, I think that we. Well, certainly as an industry and, and, and as a big player in the industry, have a, have a responsibility it is exactly that. You know, how do we start to, to have these conversations and have reviews of books and have, have influencers either writing books or talking about books? I mean, we have a show with Joanne Joseph and Eusebius McIsaac called Cover to Cover, mm. where they review books from every walk of life, you know, poetry to fiction to South African fiction to international, you know, and they're well reviewed. They're well, they're well supported, but that doesn't necessarily translate into, you know, an, enough people reading. You know, I know that the, the conversations that we're having at Saba, which is the South African Book Association and PASA, which is the Publishers Association, is, is around these type of subjects, uh, Reg. And gifting. I mean, I remember one, once, once upon a time, people used to give a lot more books as gifts because there's so many categories and people have so many interests. For example, I'm really interested in music. So if somebody gave me uh, anything to read about music or a rock star or whatever, I'd read it, especially if it was given to me as a gift. Are we doing en enough about gifting, getting people to give books as gifts? I have got a <clears throat> few funny stories about gifting. So what we would do is we would be sending, have you read the latest uh, gardening book? 
to some of our fanatics customers, mm. to which they'd respond, but, but I live in an apartment and the only gardening book I bought was for my mother for Christmas two years ago. So you've clearly got me on the database as a as an avid gardener, but it was a gift <laughs> from my mother. So there are a few stories like that <laughs> that uh, we, we don't always get it right, but gifting is a significant part. Everybody used to, Ray, you'll appreciate everybody used to get a bottle of wine or a bottle of whiskey for Christmas. Now, yeah. that shows... In my opinion, it shows you a little understanding of, of who you're giving a gift to. Mm. I mean, if I've actually gone and curated a book for you, I've thought about that you're a muser. You're probably a mad Roger Daltrey fan, Eric Clapton. I know you fancy yourself as a bit of a Clapton uh, wannabe. But uh, in fact, I've even heard that you, you, know, you taught Eric how to play. Good, good no. but, uh, <laughs> so if I was to give you a book like that, it showed that I, 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 I put thought into your present. I just didn't go and buy you an arbitrary bottle of, of of whiskey, you know, and and it is a big part of our, our business. You know, the, the usual Mother's Day, Father's Day, Valentine's Day, Christmas. I mean, Christmas, our sales double. So that'll just got to prove that people are, are in fact, buying gifts. And, and it is a very thoughtful present, in my opinion. And so it's a big part of our business and how we talk to our customers. Talking about music, I worry about books going the same way as music. Do you think that's a reality? Yeah, you've hit the nail on the head. Eh? I mean, I don't know how many. When I joined the industry, people said exactly that. You know, Grat, this thing is, you know, surely books are going the same way as music. And the way people consume books is, is you know, is different today than it was, you know, in yesteryear. And in tomorrow, it's likely to be even more, less and less physical books. But my, my view is, is a bit different. I think if you listen to music, you're usually doing something. You know, you're driving your car, you're exercising. You know, you're on the move. Very, very seldom do you find, or I have a conversation with someone where I'm music, where they actually, you know, sit in a music room and, and listen. We're always tending to be on the move when we're listening to music. We're doing something else. That doesn't really apply in the book world. It's impossible to read a book uh, when you're on the move or you're running or driving your car, I mean, outside of audio books, et cetera, but they're quite small. So I think books are are consumed differently. And to be honest, you know, if you think about the last 12 months. I mean, the South African book market is down because of physical bookstores. We don't really have a massive online uh, book business. But if you go to the UK, book sales, you know, they're up 12, 14% um, in the last 12 months. Ireland, 10, Australia, 15. So these are physical book sales are growing, uh, which is really encouraging. Um, you know, authors have had time at home and they've been in a position to write a lot more. So Certainly for the next six months, we're going to see a, a, a huge number of, of titles coming out that are will have people coming into bookstores and have people, you know, buying books. And I think we're in a very encouraging space. What are the biggest selling categories of books? What's, I mean, poetry, I, I guess, is not that big, but uh, novels, are, I would imagine, are much bigger. Interesting enough, um, last year's biggest selling book was, was from Dion Mayer, uh, Donker Drief. He sold nearly 35,000 copies, which is, wow. Dion writes every two years in Afrikaans and then it's translated every alternate year into English, the same book, uh, which he manages himself. The shift, when I, a few years ago, um, Reg, uh, fiction was, was the biggest single category. During lockdown, there has been a big shift to what you would call more self-help, positive psychology type books, in addition to money type books. So, you know, think like a monk, the 5am club, the subtle art, uh, the alchemists uh, sold very well. And that's a book that's very old, for example, 
Managing Your Money, as I say, those, those are the books that sold well over the last 12 months. And, and prior to that, mostly fiction. So it's been interesting. The, the boy, the mole and the fox, the horse was, was also sold very well in the last 12 months. So people have tended to shift from what we call the traditional fiction market uh, into more uh, self-help, encouraging, positivity, and as well as starting a business, entrepreneurship, and as well as managing your money. Do you think that's, a, that's something coming out of COVID or is it just a trend? There was a trend in 21. You know, it wasn't the case historically. I also have some funny stories. Mandy Wiener once had a talk. She said, you know, Grant, the one thing that, that South Africa has in its favor is that we have, we have a lot of subject matter to write about. So historically, books like President's Keepers and The Gangster State and, and, and the like would have, particularly in South Africa, sold really, really well. We didn't have, whilst we had a number of those books this year, they haven't sold as well perhaps as, as the expose type book sold historically. I mean, President's Keeper sold, I think, close to 150,000 books. So it was... That's it, massive. I mean, massive. Yeah, well, massive. I mean, you know that, that anything over 10,000 in South Africa is regarded as a, a, as a bestseller. So, you know, Stellenbosch Mafia, I remember that one sold the previous year by 25,000 and Gangster State was also 35,000. So those two expose books sold well in... 2020, but we didn't have such a book in 2021 in lockdown. And I think, as I say, people had moved moved into sort of a more positive mind, self, self-help type of uh, genre. So on to exclusive books. What's an Irish accountant doing running a bookstore? <laughs> I, I, okay, so, Reg, I mean, there's a, you know, you can imagine my, my mates think this is the most hilarious story Um you get an Irish uh, retreaded accountant running a bookstore. And basically, my ex-wife did say to me after I got the job, she, she said, well, clearly, Glanton, during the interview, they didn't ask you what your top 10 favorite books were because in, in 20 years, I never saw you read one book. So <laughs> clearly, they're not employing you for your reading skills. Uh, but I, uh, I've been in the corporate. I've been on CA by profession. I chart, um, did my exams and stuff through Deloitte's. Came out from Ireland in, in 89 with Deloitte's, moved into Incredible Connection and then subsequently into JD Group and after that to Tiger Brand. So I'd had a lot of uh, years in corporate and audit committees and board meetings and analyst presentations and the like. And, and you know, I got to 55 and, and a friend of mine who, who owns Exclusive Books said, why don't you come across here? We've, we're looking for someone to run the business. I did confirm that they didn't need a book person. So, I, uh, yeah, I started started exclusive books. And, and as I say, as you point out, I have absolutely no background in books. But funny enough, the two biggest book chains in South Africa, ourselves and Bargain Books, are run, <laughs> run by two Irishmen and both chartered accountants. So, and I can assure you, if I don't read aggressively, John O'Sullivan reads even less aggressively. So I, I think uh, it's a bit ironic, but we've got... Fortunately, hundreds of people around us that are readers and look after the book side of the business for us. So two stories I have to say about, about books. When I joined and met the staff here back in 2018, I, I thought I'd put in a little funny story around, you know, how my favorite book was, you know, Who Moved My Cheese? And to which the audience of about 60 people, eyes rolled aggressively into the back of their head and they thought, oh my goodness, that our CEO thinks Who Moved My Cheese? qualifies as a book. <laughs> so that, that is the first one. And then 
more recently when I was explaining to, to the teams about how we got through lockdown and what they'd done to help us get through lockdown. And this little guy in Bedford's store said to me, Grattan, you know, it's okay. You mustn't worry. You know, you look after the books and we look after the books. So <laughs> I thought that was quite, um, quite a, you know, an interesting inflection point because, you know, that's the way the, fortunately we've got through this, you know, a good financial discipline back office so to speak and uh, and the guys at the front front line are absolutely passionate and you know they they really are, are you know are, are bleeding edge they they're the difference between a good business and a, and a mediocre business our booksellers are enthusiastic they're avid book readers you know they're well educated and they're passionate about books and they're in it for for what what books bring to their life and and, and that that spills across when when they engage with customers so what are you reading now, Gretchen? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was I was sort of hoping you wouldn't ask me that one. But <laughs> yeah. I picked up Roger Daltrey's book, you know. Oh yeah. And that's it. So he he was uh, from the Who, leading in the Who, and and I I picked up his book. So that's the most recent book that I read. I'm more of an autobiography type of reader, and I think the. That's my my style. Um, I don't read aggressively during the week. Um, so I, I have to say the most recent book I read was on Daltrey, which you would find amusing. I'd love to read that book. And, and I read a, a John Daly's autobiography. A bit more sporty and, and autobiographical than, than fiction. I have, I've struggled a bit to get into fiction books, to be honest with you. Gretna, we're kind of running out of time. I could go, I've got so many more questions I could ask you here, but I just want to ask you one Father, what do you do for fun? By way of background, I've been, I played rugby, you know, until I got to too old to walk. Um, who, so I hang think, on, so whoa, there's a question. Who are you going to support now with the Lions tour? No, that's easy. Um, when the Lions came out the last time, my mates all came on tour. They brought me the Irish Lions jersey. I wore it in Durban for the first test. I got to halftime and stuck on my um, Springbok jersey. So now I'm, I'm 32 years in South Africa. I'm a Springbok supporter through and through. So... I will be supporting the Springboks. Unfortunately, not live. I've had to, we've been refunded for our tickets, which is a tragedy for, for me for the Lions tour. But yeah, no, so I'm a, I'm a Springbok supporter. Even against Ireland, to be fair, I, I've supported the Springboks. Okay. Um, yeah, I've run 11 to Oceans. I play golf now. Uh, we play golf as a family. Mm-hmm. Cycle my bike and travel a bit. Well, you know, even around South Africa more recently, but I, I, we love to travel. Love to play golf, love to ride my bike and, and, and run very slowly these days, Reg. So <laughs> it's called shuffling. I'd probably be doing an injustice to shuffle if um <laughs> if you saw me if you saw me around the suburbs. But yeah, we're quite an active family, so that's uh, I've got a thirteen year old who doesn't allow you to sit on the couch and eat cheeseburgers too often. Well, Grant, I want to thank you, and I, I want to wish you luck with Exclusive Books because it's a fantastic uh, operation. And you know, I love going there and having a cup of coffee sometimes, just browsing the books and, and so on. So I just want to wrap up with a quote from Barack Obama. He said, reading is the gateway skill that makes all other learning possible. And I really do hope more and more people in South Africa read more and, and learn more because we needed to help build this country. Thank you very, very much for your time, Grattan. And until next time, everyone, cheers.